If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor is free to use. You can record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Then Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back to Sister Moms for episode one, labor and delivery. The real deal. Real deal. <laughs> Nitty gritty. <laughs> I'm Johnny Shit, the big sister. And I'm Shelly, the younger sister. So today we are going to discuss our labor and delivery experiences, and we're going to get down to the details of it. Um, Shelly gave birth first, so I'm going to give the floor to her as she shares her experience. Okay, let's go way, way back. (laughs) So like, um, if you listen to the introduction, our babies are now two years old. So this is two years ago. Um, I gave birth to Deanna on August 19th, 2018. Um, And I was, my due date was August 19th, (laughs) 2018. My, uh, what do they call it? I guess you're like expected whatever due date was August 19th. Um, and so, and I was not induced or anything like that. I was at the doctor's office week, day after day, like, is she coming? Am I dilated? She's like, oh, you are not dilated at all. And this was the day before on August 18th. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm not having my baby on August 19th. And I wanted to have her on August 18th. So it could be 8, 18, 18, but it didn't work out that way. Um, so anyway, um, were you in town when we went out to eat? No, you weren't there, Johnny. I wasn't there. I didn't come till September. Okay, so we went to the to a famous restaurant. <laughs> this is going to be our favorite restaurant. Yeah. Um, in Mobile, Alabama, and um, my family, my parents were in town to visit, um, and my husband. I live by my husband's family, so they were in town as well. We we all went out to eat um, at this restaurant, a uh, seafood, and. Um, I felt fine. Like, you know, I had a really easy pregnancy. Um, I feel sorry for anyone that didn't have the pregnancy I had. I only had like one rough day. Other than that, it's, you know, minor stuff like heartburn. But anyway, so I ate like I normally do. And then that night, um, I just was like ready to like figure out a way to get her out. I was, I was through with being pregnant. Even though I wasn't super uncomfortable, I was really big. My stomach was huge. Um, and so we thought of, we talked about ways to induce labor and a lot of people talked about, you know, how sex can induce labor. I think they said something else like seafood. So we did seafood. Um, and they were like, oh, well, sex induces labor. And I was just like, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> I mean, at that point, there's some discomfort. Um, so, it, and, um, so after dinner, you know, I got on my yoga ball, I bounced some, I was planning for a natural birth. So I was doing all my, you know, breathing and yoga morning poses and everything. Anywho, um, two hours later, I I believe, I started feeling like light cramps. Um, 
and I was like, oh, that's weird. But I know this isn't labor because I've seen people on TV in labor and this is not it. And so my husband DJ was just like, oh, okay, well, I'm, let's take a nap. You know, maybe you'll go to labor once you take a nap. <laughs> I don't know where we got this stuff from. But um, so I was like, okay, well, you know, we were timing our contractions with an app and they were so far apart. And he was like, oh yeah, let's just take a nap. I was like, okay, cool. I don't want to, you know, I'm going natural. And so I don't want to go to the hospital till like the last minute. <laughs> and um, then it, once I laid down, the contractions, what I believe to be contractions got more intense. Um, they started getting a little bit closer together. And I was like, well, let me go take a shower and just like run some, you know, hot water over me. And standing was uncomfortable. Laying was uncomfortable. And it was just like, uh-uh, I can't do this. And so I said, let me go tell my husband, I think I'm in labor. <laughs> I could not wake him up. I tried. I just pushed him. I called his name and I was in enough pain where it's like, I really couldn't do more. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I was pacing the house. I was bouncing. I was trying to do it all by myself. And then I got to the point where I'm going to have to, I don't know. I don't know how I woke him up. It was probably almost um, very violent when I finally got to wake him up. And he was like, oh, okay. Uh, you think you're in labor? And so my parents were still in town. We called them um, just to let them know. It was like, no rush. You know, I'll probably be at the hospital for hours because the con contractions are still, you know, fairly far apart. So we'll call you. They were like, whatever. We didn't get in the car now. <laughs> By the time we got oh, our baby. They are. I mean, they were not playing. This is their first grandbaby on both sides of my husband. And for me, this was their first grandbaby. So they were all packed up in the car behind us in, in my driveway in my house before I was ready to leave the house. <laughs> and um, and as I talk about it now, I start to remember like sitting in the car, like, I don't want to be, I don't want to embarrass myself because I don't really know if I'm in labor. It's, it hurts, but I'm not like screaming in agony. So anywho, we got to the hospital um, and it was super calm. I was like, yeah, I think I'm in labor. And the lady, the, the guy, I don't know if it was a lady or a guy, they were like, no, you're not, but okay. <laughs> Like, if you're standing here talking to me, you're not in labor. But they were like, you're here, so we have to admit you. Um, and so they admitted me, and it was so crazy. It's like when you go to the doctor's office for something, for a symptom, and it goes away. I got to the doctor, and I was like, dang it, now it's gone. <laughs> Can't take it back, though. But when they checked me, it, I was two centimeters dilated, which is something, a little bit. <laughs> but I have a very low threshold for pain as well. So what might feel like two centimeters for one person and we'll get into Janisha's two centimeters might feel totally different for somebody else but they got more and more intense again once I sat down you know once you try to get comfortable the baby's like nope you're not about to get comfortable and so I had my first nurse I remember um she had a natural birth and so like I said before I was really pushing and trying for a natural birth me and DJ took classes I did research I did a lot up to prepare for this natural birth as far as educating myself or at least I thought I did and so my first nurse she's like when you you know contract hum and like push breaths out through the contraction and I was like oh that really helped I mean it still hurt but it was not unbearable anymore I struggled with that remember you was trying to teach me how to do that you was like it's not working it's not working <laughs> but um yeah, I um, pushed through them, and then my nurse had to go, y'all. And of course, you already know, if you had a baby, that next nurse was not going to be the same. No two nurses are the same. And so the next nurse, she was older, and I just felt like, oh, she'll be more gentle. She looks like she's been doing this for years. She told me she'd been doing it for years. 
but she was just kind of rough like do this do that lay down I need to see this just very matter of fact like I got places to be drop this baby and for me I'm like this is I've been waiting nine months for this moment you're not about to rush me <laughs> but um eventually she had to hook up a heart rate monitor on my stomach to hear the baby's heart rate and she you know hooked in I believe it was an IV I don't I don't remember no I think it was like a monitor for me on my hand and so um I was hooked up to stuff so when you're trying to do a natural birth you need to move around you need to get comfortable and I couldn't do that anymore and I told her I remind myself I'm doing a natural birth and I need space and she was like oh well you can um move around on this these uh she gave me dimensions like two by whatever four or something like that and I looked at the blocks on the floor and she's like yeah these this little block right here think about a tile on the floor she's like you can move around within this I'm bigger than the tile so (laughs) I was so mad and you know she was in there so much I couldn't even talk trash about her because I really was like I want a new nurse Mm -hmm. um but anywho I'm a hum through them like the lady taught me and she just kept the new nurse was really trying to get a heart rate and she wasn't so she's like you need to lay down when you lay down I can get a heart rate when you lay down when I lay down I was oh no the pain was horrible for me yeah and I kept sitting up and she's like no no you have to lay down but um so fast forward I think a few hours later I mean when you're in labor you you're not really keeping track of the time but a little rewinding I remember there was a, a feeling like I have to use the bathroom when I was home and I was afraid to use the bathroom you know you watch all those birthing stories and I was like if I if I go use the bathroom the baby gonna be in the toilet <laughs> so when I finally, she was like fine I'll let you use the bathroom so she got me a little um thing to be able to like go to the bathroom and roll my roll myself in roll the IV and stuff in with me <clears throat> and I was like okay maybe I didn't have to <laughs> use the bathroom so anywho, I lay back down and it just got more intense. And then my doctor finally came in and she um, suggested Pitocin. I believe that was my doctor. I don't really remember. And I was just like, no, I'm doing a natural birth. Once again, I'm doing a natural birth. That's not natural. <laughs> <laughs> and so they explained it like, you know, we can be here all day or we can, you know, expedite the process. It's just going to make your contractions come closer together. It's going to make you dilate faster. And I was like, oh yeah, I want to do that. And so it will, it will give you the lowest dosage. They made it sound real nice. Once they gave me the Pitocin, I was like, oh nah. <laughs> I need to stand up. I need to walk. I need to do something. It was, it was something I hadn't experienced before. And so I remember calling for Jesus screaming clawing the bed clawing anybody that was near me by then my mom and my husband's mom had came into the room they were rubbing my back and doing everything they could because it was intense and then um the next part was like we're gonna break break your water it's not happening on its own we're just gonna go ahead and break it that sounds like oh that sounds scary like so you about to just like pop me like a balloon (laughs) and um and that was the strangest part, the most memorable part. Things started, like once you get, once I got my water, um, they broke my water for me. Literally, waters, you know, or fluids are gushing out everywhere. I'm just like, this is not something anybody told me about. I never, I've seen it on, again, movies where they're like, I think my water broke. It's like a little trickle of water. <laughs> That's yeah. what I was thinking. Like, it's going to be a cute little trickle of water. No, maybe the, the floodgates open. <laughs> 
it was just like pouring out and like spray it out and it was just like i'm sorry y'all it's graphic but you need to know <laughs> the truth the real deal yes the real deal so anywho yeah my um it started going um like the contractions were worse but when you get your water broken it's literally that fluid around that baby is gone and so it looks weird it's like now i can see the baby you know moving there's no big deli tummy it was just at that point i was uncomfortable it was it was a lot so when my doctor came back she's like you know people i don't even think my doctor i mean multiple times are you ready for your epidural what part of natural don't, don't you understand <laughs> and, but by that point i was like where the drugs at <laughs> my mom everybody's like you know, you said you wanted a natural birth. DJ's just like, are you sure that's what you want? And I'm like, boy, you heard me. Go get some drugs. Like, it was, I didn't, I was so terrified for the next contraction. I thought, if y'all can give me the drugs now, I don't have to feel the pain for the next one. But of course, they taking in the ever-living time. At first, they're like, do you want them? Do you want them? And then they're like, are you sure you want them? Are you sure you want them? And so I was kind of mad. But anywho... I finally got a doctor in there or the anesthesiologist, anesthesiologist <laughs> to come in there and give me that epidural. And of course, that's scary. You hear stories about that as well. But honestly, that pain was nothing compared to um, contract the contractions I was having. I, he was like, all right, I'm done. Oh, I, I, that's it. A few minutes later, I remember waking up. That's all I remember. And I woke up. I was like, did I have the baby? You just like, no, you just took a nap. <laughs> that's how strong the epidural was and it was like I just felt like I could sit there and eat a tub of ice cream if possible like it was just like I was chilling you were in heaven like I was in heaven like oh like giving birth is easy (laughs) (laughs) what they talking about so all the things I had given the pitocin the epidural the um and the breaking of my water nothing really hurt for me as bad as the contractions and so once they were gone out everything was kind of simple once they broke my water however they realized that my baby had pooped inside of my stomach um or as they call it meconium i think i'm saying that right and they were like okay we want to get her as soon as possible because we don't want her to inhale too much merconium or meconium i should have looked that word up i forgot okay but um and so, I was, you know, as a new mom, you're like, oh, okay, well, whatever you got to do to get her out as fast as possible. And so I took that nap. They came back and I was like, oh, poop. And I'm like, she pooped again? I'm like, golly. They were like, no, you, you. You I was like, bro. <laughs> I didn't fear a lot of things going into having a baby. Other than, of course, the pain. But that was my one thing. Like, no, I don't want my husband in the room just in case that happened. And they were like, when's the last time you had a bowel movement? I'm like, like yesterday, we're like, yo. <laughs> this is like, you just got Girl. <laughs> Man, call and cleanse. Um, but usually, you know, literally, I couldn't feel anything from like, I would say my hips down. Some people say they can't feel anything from their stomach down. I could feel my stomach. I couldn't feel anything from like my waist down. And so they had, you know, to lift my legs for me and things like that. Um, but everything kind of went fast from there. At that point, I dilated quickly. They checked again. They were like, oh, she, there's hair. And I jumped up like, she got a lot of hair. I was so excited. <laughs> I was like, I just need a cute baby with hair. <laughs> so, um. That heartburn should have told you. What's that mean? That heartburn you got a lot of heartburn. You probably <laughs> got a baby with a whole bunch of hair. A whole lot of hair. So, at that point, it kind of went fast from there. They took me to the labor and delivery, or to the delivery room. And there were mirrors everywhere. It was super bright. My mom, 
my mother-in-law and my husband were still taking along with me at this point. I tried to get them to go, but they would not leave. I just what wanted was your to original plan as it relates I, to who was going to be in the room with you. My original plan was me and DJ and that's it. <laughs> that's it. They wouldn't leave. They were like, I mean, it wasn't like they were like, no, we're not leaving. They just kind of ignored me. They're like, oh, we'll be back. And they legit came back. When it was time to lift my legs, they both had a leg. They were like, we'll lift their legs for her. <laughs> like, I never wanted this many people all up in my grill. <laughs> so but anywho they were in the delivery room with me which is not protocol they were like we do not let people do this but clearly they're not going anywhere and so the next best thing for me was they asked me if I could have a mirror if I wanted a mirror in front of me so I can watch delivering it I wanted time to think about it I hadn't thought about that and um let's see yeah I want to see it come out and then it was time for the pushing and I was like push what I don't know my toes from my neck. Push what? <laughs> they were like, just push. And so I was like, I'll push from memory. <laughs> they were like, no, push, you know. I was like, I don't, I'm trying. I looked at DJ like, push what? <laughs> <laughs> and so I just pushed. I think it took me a good three big pushes to get her out. And they were like, oh, she's out. And I was like, oh my gosh, my baby's in, in the world. Like she's here. And of course, they got to do their weighing and snipping and all that. Um, and then she's like, oh, my doctor's very nonchalantly. Let me stitch you up real quick. Stitch me up. <laughs> stitch what up? And, you know, they don't explain like you tear. So I'm like, is this normal? So I had done a lot of research up about pregnancy, not so much about delivery and the possibilities of what can happen. I knew my, I knew women that got stitched up. But um, I would say for the post delivery part that was the worst um for recovery purposes and so but you were lucky because you had the epidural so you don't have to feel it i did not feel it immediately honey i didn't feel it immediately but as soon as and then i went to my room with my baby and daryl and dj and the one thing one of the many things that i hadn't heard anything about was like i don't know if they call it the shakes but when you're coming off the drugs like literally my body shaking and shivering like like an addict. I, I just, it was something I was like, I don't like this. I felt really like out of myself and very uncomfortable. And it's just like, I can't even hold her because I don't feel like I could hold her, hold her. And of course I wanted to, and at that point I also wanted to breastfeed. I'm like, how am I supposed to shake and hold and breastfeed? And, and so just a, a few things were for me that I did not know that I wish I'd have known. And then I'm going to hand it over to my sister because I know I'm speaking for a long time. But um, the shakes, the recovery from stitches, and the, I believe it was like bleeding after, like just constant bleeding where you had to wear, you know, um, pads and they give you these fancy underwear. I didn't know what the underwear, people talked about the underwear. And I thought it was just like, oh, I can put a light, like some, something cold in here to make me feel better that was not what those underwear were for. <laughs> so just to know that after you had the baby, like people talk about, oh, the delivery is horrible. This is that. I'm like, you needed to tell me what happened after that. I thought after that, I could, you know, relax with my baby. That ain't true. There's still some recovery to go. And I wish I'd have known those things. So talking about the pads, it was, what, tell them about your little pad remedy thing to help. You do, do you, do you remember? The aloe vera stuff? Yeah, yeah. Oh, 
Oh, okay. So like pad sickles. I did like do Pinterest searches for like pad sickles. And so it's basically, I had my mom make some where you put up like aloe vera and some other liquid. You got to look it up. I don't, maybe witch hazel. Aloe vera and witch hazel on a, a pad, like a sanitary napkin that you would usually use. And you put it in the freezer and then you can put that pad on top of another dry pad, preferably in your underwear and then wear it. I thought, oh, that's what I'm going to do. That thing, I was like, oh no, <laughs> it was too far. It was too much. It was a lot. And so I would probably still do it and just find better ways to do it next time. But it would also just been too messy with everything else that was coming out of my body for the next week after pregnancy. So just know it's not over once the baby pops out. Right. <laughs> um, something that you had briefly discussed, but when you were at the hospital and you were nursing, did you have help? When I was nursing, let's see. Again, that was something I researched. So no, I didn't have help. I don't think I had help immediately. But then someone came in to help, yes. And she was extremely helpful. She gave me a few different um, poses to do or use. And for my research, I didn't look up like different ways to hold your baby um, for your body type. I didn't hear any much about that. So if you have large breasts like me, like a football hold is better because you're not suffocating. It looks like you might be suffocating your baby, but they can get a better grip than them being crossbody and just holding on to your nipple. Like, no, if you have big breasts, you need to look up different positions than a woman with small breasts if it's not going well. So I had a lactation consultant come in that worked at the hospital and she was extremely helpful. She was a little rough, but she was extreme. She was like, put the baby head. And she just like yanked my baby head, yanked my boob. And I was like, ma'am. <laughs> But I did have somebody and I was able to call her back several times after. And so I appreciated that. Okay. Yeah. And then um, preparation. I know you talked about you and DJ went to classes. What kind of classes did y'all go to in advance? We, the, ho the hospital that we, um, I labored at was, they provided um, labor and delivery classes that also encompassed breastfeeding of course, not a lot of people go into depth in depth about natural births. It just didn't feel like anyone at the hospital was for natural births. Of course, if you do your research, you'll understand why. Um, but it was about labor and delivery. Um, and then I think there's a class, like what to expect after the baby. And I think we did like a CPR and something certification class, which I never used. <laughs> never Thank the Lord that I never had to use. Okay. Um, so my last two questions for you. Um, we today only discussed the labor and delivery part. Um, and there's so much, because part of it is like, what didn't you know about labor and delivery in advance? You took classes and you still didn't know a whole still lot. Ready. Still yeah. not ready. Still not ready. <laughs> um, but what would you do differently next time as it related to your labor and delivery? Labor and delivery. I would probably research the hospitals a little bit more. Um, I just kind of went with my OB doctor and just was like, oh, well, clearly she's going to be my doctor. Even if I didn't, I, li I liked her, but I didn't know her stance on natural births. Mm -hmm. I didn't know her experience with natural births. And um there's more hospitals than one in the city that I lived in. Right. 
And so I would have definitely done more research about the hospitals and the doctors themselves. Um, And I, even though I'm not considered a soft-spoken person when I'm with my family, I am around professionals and things like that. I will stand up for myself a, a little bit more and say, you need to figure out if there's an alternative method to take my baby's heart rate than to hook me up to machines when I told you that I wanted to labor. That's not how I speak to people usually, but I would have to, I mean, when it's you and your child and you're giving birth, that's one of the most important days of your life. So you have to, I, sh- I should have stood up for myself a little bit better. And I and, think having had the experience for that part, I had the doula, that didn't matter at that hospital. It would have had to been a different hospital. Yeah, almost a different town for yeah, real. That's like, true. I don't, I, I will say I don't live in a progressive place where a lot of women are giving, having natural births in the hospital. I'm not saying that there's not women having natural births, but in the hospitals that I was able to, we were able to get to um, and, or even breastfeeding. I mean, that just natural processes aren't um, catered to in those spaces. So that's so. why we will discuss on a further episode about breastfeeding. Yes. Um, but for today's episode, um, we wanted to discuss labor and delivery experiences. Um, Shelly and I's were extremely different. So shameless plug for next episode, I will be sharing my experiences. I can't wait because I was there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hope to see you all next week. Please subscribe and share. (laughs) 